Have fun, slow down, be in the moment, and have fun. G'day, everyone. It's Aiden Jones here. You're listening to Sitting Under a Tree <sighs> for Tuesday, the 21st of June, 2022. How are you guys doing? My neck hurts actually quite a lot. In those one of those, I've learned how to crack my neck. Um, this is probably not good, but. Years ago, I remember I flew into Perth and I had like a crick. Is that what it's called? A crick in my back. You know, like when there's just a spot and you're like, that's fucked. And the flight was just really shitty. And the first thing I did, I landed in Perth and a friend of mine had uh, booked me to MC a speed dating night. Um, and it was like drinking and, and fucking whatever. But one of the dudes there was a chiropractor and he was drunk and he um, he did like, you know, some adjustments on my back on like the table in this bar and he absolutely like, it was incredible. He like fixed my back with like one, he like put his fist under this one spot in my back after kind of feeling around a bit and he was like, all right, fall backwards onto that and I fell onto his fist and it was just like, kah, 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 kah. oh my God. I'm like, I've been fantasizing about the chiropractor though. The fucking thing is like when you go, you guys ever go to a chiropractor? It's never like, because they have that fucking weird table. They're like, like the table that collapses. So they push down on you, but it doesn't like it, it collapses. Fuck. What am I trying to say? Like the table doesn't give like a solid base for the person to push against. So you never get like the good like crack, you know? Maybe it's safer. I don't know. Fucking whatever. But I just want him to go like that chiropractor when he was drunk. He did that thing. And then he did the thing with my neck where they like pull your head back and then like pull your chin up to the side. Like if they were like a secret agent coming behind, you know, one of the henchmen to just like crack his neck and kill him silently without letting the villain find out. You know, when they do that in movies, they get behind the guy and they just go and like pull the neck up and the guy dies. They do that to you, but you don't die. It just cracks your neck in the most beautiful way. And anyway, I've taught myself how to do that. I put my neck back and then I go, let me try one right now. Nah, didn't get any fucking bullshit. Um, but yeah, I've, I've taught myself how to do that just by copying what the chiropractor like does, you know, um, and I feel like that's like very dangerous. <laughs> like taught myself one day I'm going to do it and I'm just going to die. <laughs> they do it this fucking kooky way as well. They're like, take the weight of your head in their hands and then they like kind of wobble your head a little bit. And I guess what they're doing is like feeling stuff i don't know you know like they're just like getting a read on the situation and then they go all right and then they go Hoo-ah! and i just want someone on my in my entourage to follow me around and do that to me whenever the fuck i want or like a big dude i need like a big friend who can do that thing you know where you cross your arms and then they wrap their arms around your crossed arms from behind and they lift you up and go Hoo-ah! and your back just goes i just want that I just want I just want a guy. I want like a Lenny from Mice and Men to just do that to me. 
I just want a big man to throw me around. <laughs> um, yeah, my neck hurts, man. I went to um, the RecLink Community Cup on Sunday, um, which is this like community event in Melbourne. Evidently, I went years ago, but I don't really remember. It's like a community. It's an AFL game that um, Triple R and PBS radio stations team up together um, and then they play a game of footy against a, a team composed of like local musicians and music industry people. Uh, so it's the radio is the megahertz versus the rock dogs. And uh, it's at uh, Victoria Park in Collingwood. There were 10,000 people there watching the game. Like you go, you watch, it's fun. There's like, you know, cheerleaders and people running on the field um, when I went years ago, I remember there was a streaker or there were like a bunch of streakers, but evidently, um, apparently they've like cracked down on that because the council like technically is illegal to streak and be naked in public. It's like indecent exposure or fucking whatever. It was a great day. And then afterwards there were bands. So I went with a bunch of mates. We played a bit of footy. I feel so sore right now is kind of what I'm saying because like, we kicked the footy around on the oval, which was awesome. Um, I have my fucking, I have my my uh, my dress shoes. Long term listeners of the podcast will remember when I bought a pair of boots. Uh, Pre Pando, I reckon, with my money from Perth Fringe twenty twenty from Winston Smith, um, and I was all excited about how the lady was. Going, you cause you wrap those, you strap it up, and you bloody tie it up there, and that's just your boot. I was really excited about how she was referring to it as the boot. Um, but anyway, those have been going for two years, and they fucking I was wearing those. They're on their last legs. The soles coming off the bottom. I've already had new soles for them a couple times, and then the last time I went to the the cobbler. How nice is that that we still in this day and age have a guy called a cobbler. Went down to me local cobbler and I asked him, what do you reckon about these shoes? And he went, mate, it would cost me as much to repair those as it would for you to just buy a new pair of shoes. Part of me resents that. Even my mom, who's like so, you know, environmentally minded and like reuse things and stuff. She was like, Aiden, surely you're not going to pay for him to repair those. I'm like... You mean I don't want to pay for him to repair them? I just want to buy a whole new pair? Isn't that wasteful? Isn't that... Isn't that bad for the environment, mother? Something about... He said it's 150 to fix them, and it would be 200 to buy a new pair. I mean, I don't want a new pair. I want to buy some fucking... I want to buy some... Uh, what are those ones called? Oh, my God. Why is my memory so fucking bad, man? It's so it's so annoying for me. I'm sure it's annoying for you. You know those Australian boots? They're not Blundstones. They're the other ones. RMs. I want to buy some RMs for like 600 bucks. And so I'm not going to have, you know... I mean, I'm sure I'll just fucking wear the RMs until they wear out as well. But it's like these aren't RMs. I don't want to buy another $200 pair of Winston Smiths. I want to... I want to fucking fix these ones. I don't want to fix these. I just want to buy RMs, but I don't have $600. Anyway, I was wearing those at the game. We kicked the footy. Fucking, you know, rolled around in the dirt. It was a beautiful day. Um, The game was like a good game of footy. It was a friend of a friend, like met some new people and whatever. 
And then there's one dude that we were kicking the footy with, but I'd never met him before. But, you know, you know when you bond with a guy over just kicking a ball around, you're like, I don't know you. We just met that day, but, like, we got out there and then we were kicking and, you know, kick the ball to each other. You catch a couple from the other guy and you're starting to feel like, I know this guy. It's good, you know? And then, like, (laughs) and then there were... um, the groups of cheerleaders going by and like one group went by and then the other group went by and they're going around and dancing. It was such a good vibe, man. They were like dancing and like standing in front of one like part of the crowd and doing their like routines or whatever. And the dude who I was kicking the ball with leaned over to me and he was like, that group's definitely hotter though. (laughs) I was like, I was like, I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily in the spirit of the day. To be honest, but yeah, but yeah, I I can I am totally on board. <laughs> like I can see what you're saying, um, but also probably don't say that to anyone else. <laughs> I don't even know if that's bad. Is that bad to say? I mean, you can say, I find them hotter. It's my opinion that they are hotter. You know, I mean, it's weird, isn't it? Like, objectifying women is not good and we shouldn't do it. But cheerleading is like, yeah, but. (laughs) But, like, with cheerleading, the whole point, you know, outfits, isn't that like, maybe it's not objectification, maybe it's to celebrate the aim is to celebrate the female body by objectifying it. <laughs> I don't know, man. This is probably not stuff that I should be talking about because I don't fucking... I don't know, I'm, I'm an idiot. I don't know enough about it. I'm not going to make a point here. I don't have an opinion. I just got a bunch of questions and I'm scared to ask them. <sighs> but yeah, the cheerleaders were great. <laughs> Good on them. Good on the cheerleaders. They looked like they were having a great time. It was very pantomime, you know, like the two groups of cheerleaders at one point met at one, like, because they were going around the oval and then they kind of met up and then they did like a pantomime kind of fight. They were like, boo, and like had a bit of a dance battle and the one group was just fucking turning around showing their asses to the other group. That's what I mean. It's like it was, you know... There is a there is a kind of element of overt sexuality to cheerleading, you know? It's inherent in the form. The reason I'm using big words like this is because I'm uh, I don't want to put a foot wrong, so I'm trying to use big, you know, academic words to make sure that you can't find fault in what I'm saying. I'm using the correct terminology. Fuck. Anyway. Got a few um a few little notes from last week's podcast, man. This is fun. The first one, uh, <clears throat> I'm not going to use names here, so sorry, you don't get shout outs, but uh, one listener, friend of the podcast, everyone's a friend. At this point, when you've got 54 people, everyone's a friend of the podcast. Maybe I should start saying how many listeners we got each week. Would that somehow boost listeners? <laughs> The week before, Ep 238 Velocity Gold is bang on 54. Uh, this week, the most recent one, 68 listeners. Pretty good. 54 is a... That's that's the lowest it's been for a while. We're back to our core. Anyway, whatever. 
Um, someone was talking about, oh, this is the this is the message. Mate, just listen to your last few podcast steps. Just wanted to confirm there is definitely another level of airport lounges. Um, my brackets ex-father-in-law. <laughs> That's always exciting, isn't it? Getting the like uh getting like the fringes of a bit of personal gossip there. Um my ex-father-in-law has access. That's interesting to know. This is what I'm more interested in is the personal story. We'll get to the fucking lounges in a second, but what tense do you use when someone is no longer in their life but is still alive? That's interesting, isn't it? Like when people say someone's dead to me, what they're really saying is like, I'm going to speak about that person in the past tense now because I no longer expect or would like to include them in my life. But I guess if someone is your ex-father-in-law, if you have maybe if you've got like kids with the fucking ex then they're still the father-in-law or they're the kid's grandparent. I don't fucking know. Anyway, this is <laughs> this is way more than I need to be speaking on. This is not what this message is about. <laughs> I'm such a fiend for gossip, you know? I'm like, what does this, what does this change in verb tense mean for your personal life? Um, my ex-father-in-law has, has access to Qantas Chairman's Lounge. It is in capitals here, invite only. The staff are trained to remember you, so you just walk up and they would say, would, that's an interesting tense, isn't it? This person didn't ask for their grammar to be gone through with a fine tooth comb. The staff are trained to remember you, so you just walk up and they they would say, welcome, Mr. Jones. How fucking nice would that be? You walk up and they just, that's how many, fuck, man. I would be so bad at that job. (laughs) I wouldn't say, welcome, Mr. Jones. I would just pretend. (laughs) Like, you know, when you meet someone and they go, hey, you know, Aiden, how you doing? And you're like, oh, man, I haven't seen you for ages. Trying to get them to like, give you hints on how you know them. I'd do that. They'd walk into the lounge and I'd be like, brother! (laughs) Oh, mate, it's been so... Last time you were here, that was crazy, wasn't it? Trying to get them... (laughs) That's what I would do if I was working there. And I'd still... And they wouldn't realize because I'm so good at that because I got so much practice at it. Or I'd try and and bluff it. Oh, welcome back, (laughs) Miss... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Welcome, Mr. Jones. Before you even speak, they say that. Okay, so you can't even—you don't even get a moment to fucking. You know, give them any clues. I'd walk in there with a name tag. That's what I'd do. I'd go in with a name tag, just to help them out. Because I'm like, no one needs that as their fucking job. I feel bad if someone has to remember me, and that's your job. Jesus Christ, that's so hard. They all have uh, they all they have all your personal preferences on file, like your coffee orders, etc. There is no pesky airport announcements. It's blocked out and soundproof, perfect for podcasting. Yeah, I think I think what this person's really trying to say is, hey man, don't do a podcast in the airport lounge again. It was fucking annoying, and I I mean it clearly was annoying because I got fifty four listens that week. Uh, when it's time for you to board, there is a delay announcement. The staff come over to tell you personally. Oh, next level. Man, that is so sick, isn't it? 
And that's it. I want what's it called? The chairman's chairman's lounge. I wonder what happens, and it's invite only and it's secret. I wonder what happens if you go up to the Qantas Lounge people and just go, tell me about the chairman's, what can you tell me about the chairman's lounge? Whether they're allowed to tell you stuff or if they're just like, oh, sir, I don't know what you're talking about while they're like pressing a button underneath the table. Sir, I'm going to have to ask you to leave now. (laughs) Well, anyway, that's great. That's something to expire to. Expire to? Oh, my God. Aiden Jones, fucking have a word with yourself. Something to expire to? You make me sick. Something to aspire to. The second, uh, and this was an in-person, you know, like guys, feel free to write in with any kind of problems, concerns, or just like little responses you have to the content on the podcast. But also, if you know you're going to see me, and a good many of you will, (laughs) feel free to just hold those for like the next time you see me in person. (laughs) And then just discuss. <laughs> we could just have a chat. Um, because most of you guys who listen to this are my friends. Um, last week, I was talking about the risotto and the fucking... Uh, not Sorry, not the risotto. The um, carbonara that I made. And evidently, the whole time I was talking about it... I was saying that the thing that I got instead of cauliflower was spinach. But it wasn't spinach. And the more astute among you will have noticed that it wasn't spinach. I was talking about cabbage. But the whole fucking time, I kept saying spinach. I feel like my energy is leading towards like a big laugh. And I've just realized that this isn't going to be a big laugh. But like, I said spinach the whole time. I meant cabbage. A spinach doesn't look anything like cauliflower. How did I buy the wrong thing and then in describing and telling the story about the wrong thing that I bought, I also said the wrong thing from what it actually was. I think the theme of this podcast is I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. So, look, I, you know, I want to apologize to everyone for that. Uh, evidently, not a lot of people are really paying that much attention or maybe you guys don't care. Maybe you guys are like, you got the wrong thing. You know, or maybe the people who told me that they were being pedantic, you know, my friends who, who were like, Hey Aiden, you said the wrong thing. It's like, yeah, man, 68 other people listened to that podcast and they didn't have a fucking go. Did they? Nah, thanks for, (laughs) thanks for saying so guys. Um, If anyone else wants to, wants to write in comment on some stuff, at sitting under podcast on Instagram, um, I should open up my. Uh, I put. I should put my like. I should put a contact form on my website, shouldn't I? But as I say that, I am in full acknowledgement that I'm just. I'm not going to sitting under podcast on Instagram or at Aiden Jones Comedy on Instagram if you want to message me that way. Whatever. Um, what other stuff have I done, man? It's actually been a great week. I'm feeling really good. I got a lot of work done last week. Um, these gigs are getting closer and closer. The Castlemaine one, after I record this today, I'm going to start like full on promoting in Castlemaine. I want to call a bunch of local businesses, tell them about the show. Um, and then on Monday, this coming Monday, I've got a spot on the radio in Castlemaine, which I'm going to go down and do in person. I've got ABC radio in the morning 
drive time at like 8.30 in the morning, I think. And then uh, I'm going to go down to Castlemaine. Um, I've got a spot on local radio there at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So before that, I'm going to go in person with a bunch of flyers and visit a bunch of, um, you know, like uh, cafes and... I don't know, just like whatever stuff is open at kind of around midday, like day trading hours, retail businesses and stuff, and tell them about the show and offer them some cheap tickets. So <clears throat> I'm really excited about this Castleman gig. I've sold eight tickets so far out of 70. I feel like that's pretty good two weeks out of the show. So uh, yeah, as once again, if you know anyone in Castlemaine, um, let them know. I'm also in Geelong the following week and have currently sold two tickets. Um, it's a smaller venue and I've got a couple radio spots leading up to that as well. Exciting. But so I did a bunch of like the merchandising work that I've been doing and did a bit of work on promoting these shows last week and then had some meetings on Friday and oh my God, I almost got to do the fucking coolest thing. On Thursday night, a friend messaged me and was like, hey, what are you doing tomorrow morning? Would you be available to drive a, a small truck from Melbourne to Sydney first thing tomorrow morning for $2,000 because like one of our friends is like works for a startup and they needed to get a bunch of metal from Epping <laughs> in Melbourne up to Sydney for like Saturday morning for some product launch and I was so excited to do that that sounds like the best time ever doesn't it just drive to Sydney I love driving a car get paid, you know, and like pedal to the metal. I've realized, I wrote a joke about this. Like I've realized I'm happiest when I feel really busy, but that doesn't necessarily have any correlation to whether or not I am busy, you know, like I'll feel busy. I'll feel like I'm doing heaps of stuff, but I, was I actually busy? You know, I'll say to a friend like, man, I was so busy this morning but what I actually did was like drink a coffee and just like open my notebook and stare into space for like three hours. But like I was breathing really quickly, you know, because that's me feeling busy the whole time. I didn't do shit, but I was just like, oh, 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 oh. And that makes me happy feeling busy. I'll, I'll, I can do that for like months at a time and get nothing done, but still feel very content as the last few months of my life will attest. Um, I was going to do that. I was really excited to do that, but then they had, they found someone who owns a ute so they didn't need to hire a car, so I didn't get to do it. Boo! But Friday, I had a bunch of meetings. Um, really excited about the project uh, in Edinburgh, the, the um, documentary coming up. That's another little bit of work I got to do this week is I'm going to contact everyone that I want to interview for the documentary. I think I've got a name for it. I think I'm going to call it... Uh, you had to be there. The Edinburgh Fringe returns in 2022. I like that because you had to be there is what you tell someone at the end of a story that was shit. Uh, I guess you had to be there. But like, I just every year Edinburgh, like people don't understand what it is unless you were there. And what I want to do with this documentary is kind of capture the feeling of what it's like to anticipate the Fringe you know, like the lead up to it, the excitement, but also not knowing what it is going to be. And then, um, yeah, like just fuck, you know, the 
the lead up and guessing what it's going to be and then it starts and then you're just in it and then it's this like maelstrom of activity and you're tired but you're like loving it and you don't even you like never want it to end but you also can't wait for it to be over and the progression of like through the first week second week third week and you get tired and the ebbs and flows and the whole thing i'm really excited to capture that um and i'm going to call it you had to be there i think that's a great title but so I had a few meetings about that on Friday. And then in the evening, I went and saw my friends in Flimsy Lohan, this band, Melbourne band. Uh, uh, a mate of mine is um, on the like Keys and Simpson and played sax. They're playing like live kind of hip hop stuff. They were at this venue called Bad Decisions in Fitzroy. And I bought a tea and the tea looks fucking awesome. And the show was great. The music was sick. They were supported by another band. I'm going to try and get their name now. Archive. Instagram. Check out Flimsy Lohan. They've got uh, some music up on Spotify. They were so good live. It was such a fun show. And where's this other band here? Uh, Ebife? Oh, I shouldn't have tried to pronounce that. E-B-I-P-H-E, and the e ha- the last E has an accent. Ebife. Six-piece, new psych, soul, boom, funk outfit, bending into Nam's new jazz scene. There we go. I'm going to give them a follow. I didn't give them a follow before that. They were great. Flimsy Lohan were great. My favorite part of the Flimsy Lohan set, they played a bunch of originals, and it was it's very jazzy. Uh, the guy, Lindsay, up front is like, rapping he takes his shirt off he's got a bunch of tattoos you know that's the vibe and um then their last track they did uh live instrumentation cover of new york state of mind and the world is yours from nasa's illmatic album which as we all know i'm a big fan of but they did like but original lyrics um that was fucking awesome man just a sick night i met so many great people i went by myself I was like, you know what? I'm going to go see my mates. I got to apologize to another friend of mine who I was um, supposed to go and see her choir at the forum. Um, But then when I asked her about it in the week, she was like, oh, tickets are sold out. And I was like, oh, well, fuck. Yeah, okay. Can't go to that. And then later I'd already decided to go to this other gig. And she was like, actually, there are tickets available. And I was like, oh, I've already made other plans. Whoa, 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 whoa. but whatever, fuck, who cares? But so, I like went to, I, I tried to get a few people involved with Flimsy with that gig, but everyone was busy and I was just like, you know what, I'm going to go by myself, fuck it. I'm trying to go to more stuff, I'm trying to do more things for myself, you know, that aren't work. So I rocked up at the gig and uh, saw a couple people who I knew but then like I didn't know anyone else and so I just got chatting to people and everyone was so nice and so funny and I was also there by myself and because I don't drink but there's like, you know, I, there's still there's nothing really for me to do even if I'm drinking 0% beers. So I went and bought some cigarettes from the 7-Eleven. I just bought the cheapest pack, bought some ice blasts um, just so that I would have something to do when I wasn't talking to anyone. I didn't want to go on my phone, you know? Well... <laughs> My housemate was like, why don't you bring a book and then you could read a book? <laughs> I was like, I don't want to read a fucking book. <laughs> like I'm there to try and immerse myself in an evening, you know? I don't want to... 
I guess that could be a good way to do it, but I don't know. I don't, a book is very much like the the signal that that sends out is like, don't interrupt me, don't talk to me. But I did want to talk to people and having a cigarette, you know, as much as it d- does destroy your body, it's also like a good way to signal that like, you know, your eyes are still looking around. You still, you can talk to people. So, um, and I did, I got chatting to some people from the cigarette and hung out with them for a bit and then went in, watched the music and then went outside for another second, got chatting to some other people with a cigarette and met, uh, who did I meet? I met someone who was like a vet, worked in like a vet, like a an animal hospital thing. Not a vet, but like a, you know, like I guess they are a vet, but it was like a an emergency or some, it was an emergency vet. I didn't quite understand what they were saying. She was showing me pictures of dogs and her and her housemate were there and you know we were riffing oh my god this chick made me play this game with her i got into a conversation because i was like what do i do with this cigarette she was like oh you could play this game with it called like she called it like danger or like you know (laughs) like fucking uh, warning (laughs) some aggressive word like that do you want to play this game called fuck you (laughs) I'm like, oh, it sounds like a nice game. How do you play that? And what the game is, is you put your two fingers together, like my finger and her finger side by side pressed together. And then you put the cigarette parallel with them in the little gap between the fingers. So it's like burning both of your fingers. And you just hold it there and stay there until one of your fingers, until someone gives up because it burns. She was like, do you want to play? I was like, I mean, yeah, all right. I'm trying to think like this girl was very pretty like incredibly pretty actually and I was trying to think like would I have done that if it was like not a beautiful woman I think I still would have I think I'm fucking yeah I'm competitive enough I'm not backing down from that but definitely that didn't hurt and it definitely made me want to win more (laughs) anyone could beat an ugly person at a stupid game about pain thresholds but a hot chick (laughs) now we're talking (laughs) oh my god i'm such a fucking idiot man and anyway i did win you know so i can hold my head high you know how i know i won because i've got a fucking burn blister on the side of my right index finger from that Um, but i won i beat the fuck out of her and i'll do it again i would Chatted to those guys for a bit. It was real nice. And then met some other people later. Met a dude who's like a musician uh, and his friend who was a lawyer. Got talking to them. And I just, I don't know, man. It was a real nice night. Good vibes. Good vibes all around. Friday night. Good vibes on Sunday. Saturday day as well. I'm Actually, the picture for this week. Saturday morning, me and my housemates uh, went to... We went to like a secondhand bookstore. My housemate's obsessed with fucking secondhand bookstores, man. Went there and then I was like, I'm going to go. It was the morning and I was like, you know what? It's Saturday. I'm feeling I'm going to get an ice cream. I want to get an ice cream and an affogato. Oh my God. I'm sorry. It's fucking yawntopia over here today. I'd say I don't know what's going on, but I yawn every week, don't I? I'm like, I'm going to get an ice cream and I'm going to get, I'm going to get an affogato. I kept saying it like that, an affogato. I wanted to get an affogato. I don't know why I feel uncomfortable saying affogato. 
It just doesn't feel. It doesn't. Ha- it doesn't have the dignity of the treat, you know. I forgot. I forgot. And I forgot to. I forgot. And I forgot to. Oh, I don't know how to say it. Do you guys say affogato or affogato? And I, I want to get a... F- oh. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't say that. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> I want to get a bit of ice cream with some espresso in it. <laughs> Just to play it extra safe. Um <laughs> Yeah, and my housemate was like, "How are you going to hold those because that's two separate things, one ice cream cone and one affogato." Um, the way you say it is you say it in the correct way, but you lift your eyebrows when you do say it to let everyone know that you know that you're being a little bit pretentious in this moment. I'm going to get an affogato. An affogato. You just got to say it kind of silly. Hey, I'm just going to get an affogato. <laughs> Try and say it with a straight face, but without saying it like affogato. Try it. Try an affogato. Ugh. Anyway, my housemate's like, how are you going to hold those? And I was like, oh, mate, wouldn't you like to know? And, and and clearly she would have liked to have known because she asked the question. Anyway, I sent her a picture. I got the lady who made me them at the ice cream place to take a picture of me holding them for my housemate. And that's what she did. And I got a picture. And that's going to be the picture of this week's podcast. I think it's a very earnest picture of me. I'm smiling. It's nice. I'm holding my treats. Saturday after that, did some work in the garden and standed down this table, this coffee table that me and my housemate are working on and then watched The Manchurian Candidate from 1962. What a great weekend, man. I think that's, yeah, that's the name of this podcast. What a great weekend because it was. And that's, I want to do, I want to feel like that every week feel like I've given myself stuff to do that's fun and time to relax and not think about work because this week I have felt really kind of motivated about work as well. I've been writing some good jokes. I've been doing good like work at my day job. I've got a bunch of good gigs or not good gigs, but I've got a bunch of good like open mics this week to try out new stuff and and, um, it's all very positive. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that I gave myself time this week to relax and do some fun stuff. The week coming up, I've got a a house party on Saturday. So that's great. And then the week after that, my mum's visiting. I've got heaps of fucking good stuff. Mate, what are you talking about? I've got heaps of good stuff coming up. All right. I've fucking crapped on long enough here. I think that's it. Is that it? Does anyone, anyone else have anything they want to add? The podcast picture this week is me with the photo of the ice cream. The name of the podcast is What a Great Weekend. And I've been Aiden Jones. And you have been listening to Sitting Under a Tree. I hope you have a great week, man. Bye-bye.